Pele doesn't die. Pele will never die. Pele is going to go on forever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new year and a new Oil Classico Podcastico. Episode one, 2023. Welcome, dear listeners, to, I don't know, year four or something of this, four and a half. We started on, I think it was January 2018. That sounds right. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I'm Mark Valinsky, Real Madrid fan, and uh, joined as always by Barcelona fan, Peyton McCann. That was a great quote, Peyton. Who's that? I appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, special episode. Obviously, we are mourning the passing of the king, Pele. Yes. Second, possibly greatest player of all time, <laughs> only to Messi. Uh, so I, I, I have two quotes from this person and um i was trying to pick between the two and i want you to guess who said these the first one was how i started the podcast pele doesn't die pele will never die pele is going to go on forever or there there's uh option b here wherever you go there are three icons that everyone knows jesus christ pele and (laughs) coca-cola who said those quotes um First one was, I don't know, let's one, guess. Same person, same person. So oh, it's the cool. same person. Yeah. Uh, someone, some other icon, I guess, in soccer. So I'm going to guess Sir Alex. The person who said these amazing quotes about Pele was, in fact, Slaka. Pele. Oh, Pele. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me. With the quote for the win, rest in peace, legend, uh, Johnny, Johnny Infantino, or as I like to call him, Johnny Baby, president of FIFA, said uh, he's asking every country in the world to donate one stadium's name in the honor of Pele. Pretty interesting. Wow. Well, if you, you know, don't, if you don't do it for Pele, do it for Johnny Infantino, universally mm-hmm. beloved. FIFA president. No, I'm just kidding. That guy's a shithead. Well, um, yep. thank you all for joining our premiere episode for the 2023 season. We're so excited to bring another chock full, uh, year chock full of pod content. We did 63 podcasts last year, Pete. That's pretty good. That's right. Yeah. Pretty voluminous, voluminous, prolific. Bringing them to you. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome to the new year. Make this podcast, your New Year's resolution, to yeah. download and listen every episode as we take you through the La Liga season as well as Champions League and Europa League if necessary, and uh, <laughs> even Copa we'll del Rey, you know, wherever wherever uh, these two Club teams World Cup. take us. Yes, exactly. We bring you all of the news, updates, rumors, transfers, everything, predictions, gambling. We got it all here on El Clasico Podcast. So thank you. For listening, um, you can follow us on Twitter at epodcastico. Yes. You can send your emails to elclasicopodcastico at gmail.com, where we are waiting on bated breath <laughs> to reply and read your predictions and suggestions and things of that nature. Thank you all for listening and welcome to the new year. Yeah, new year and new first place in La Liga. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, after the first round back, so we've been waiting for the second 61% of the La Liga season for months, while the spectacle, strange spectacle that was the 2022 World Cup concluded. 
But now we're here, Peyton, and we've had one round of games, and already things have gone topsy-turvy. Barcelona grabbed the lead of La Liga before the break with some important wins, and uh, Real Madrid was kind of dropping some games. But already uh, things have gone a little sideways. For Xavi's men, uh, mm-hmm. in uh, quite a quite a week of games. Um, just yep. Yeah, everything that yeah. could have happened happened in Barcelona's game. Terrible. I feel slighted uh, on multiple fronts as a Barcelona <laughs> fan. Uh, I felt Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid put out worse performances than even we did, and yet they both managed to sneak out of them with three points. Meanwhile, Barcelona were uh, never really in danger of losing the game. And uh, we did end up losing two points. We'll definitely get into that. Um, although it's from last year. Who cares about games that took place last year? You know, it's a new <laughs> year. Why Why look back? Why look to the past? That's true. Let's just, game. let's just preview Copa del Rey. We'll skip it. Uh, <laughs> and we got to talk about these were bad. I mean, if you haven't heard about the Lowe's controversy for the <laughs> Barcelona game, we'll get into that. Real Madrid's game little controversial as well should we start there because that was the first game we'll sort of set the stage yeah and so if you look at the top of the table right now in la liga you will see barcelona in first place because of point difference but if the league ended right now real madrid would win la liga based on the tiebreaker since we lost to them in el clasico earlier this season yeah if you go on different websites have it different Mm -hmm. but it should be yeah the season ends today. Real Madrid will win the title. Right. That's so, right. So El yeah. Clasico tradition dictates that whoever is currently winning La Liga goes first. And since your game was first chronologically, we might as well just go with that. Mark, take us through. Yes. Let's talk about it. Real Madrid face Real Valladolid. Ronaldo's team, not Cristiano. Oh, Phenomeno. The Brazilian Real Madrid and Barcelona legend. Oh, a bought a soccer team, and they now play in the first division of uh, Spain. They have a couple times, but they earned promotion last year. So here they are in their purple and white striped kits, and uh, they were slinging some stuff. They were slinging racial epithets at uh, at Vinny, as usual, on the road. Uh, very sorry to see La Liga, see if they take any action there. They didn't against Atletico Madrid. Um, and they were sli- That's just how you know you're playing well. If the fans in the crowd are hurling racial epithets at you left and right, that's how you know you're making an impact. Yeah. Uh, they've already supposedly conducted investigations this year into comments against Inyaki Williams and uh, some other players as well as Vinny at previous games. But we'll see if anything actually happens. I thought Atletico Madrid should have to play behind closed doors, at least for a few matches after that. Uh, what happened yeah. in the derby, I'm- but... Nothing. I feel like modern technology and stuff, it, it's got to be easy based on video cameras and stuff to find out what fans were actually saying this stuff and give personal bans to them at this point. But if you can't do that, maybe teach everyone a lesson and say, uh, we're not going to allow this to happen. It's 2023, for God's sakes. How can we still let uh, they, these racist people <laughs> yell things in games? It's, uh, it's unbelievable, but it's a uh, part of the world we live in today yep so uh well we had to we had to evany had to endure that and he had to endure the many kicks of Valladolid defenders 
Mostly kept him under wraps in this one. It was a strange old game, this one, Peyton. A game mm-hmm. in which Real Madrid, presumptively, at least the second or second best team in Spain, according to many statistics, going mm-hmm. into this one, struggled big time, mightily in front of goal. I counted uh, one big chance in this game. Wow. So, yeah. uh, and then if you count Benz's second actual goal at the end there, but it was a weird one. Yeah. I thought Valladolid outplayed Real Madrid for long stretches. They looked like the team looking to win the title, passing it around kind of at mm-hmm. will, making some nice passing triangles. Real Madrid looked kind of sleepy. He yeah, I, I'd say yeah. Vinny, Benz looked bad, bad. Right, for yeah. for a lot of this <laughs> yeah. game. Benz just like flat, flat out bad. Vinny looked like he was trying to create a lot of things out of nothing by himself, and he almost did it a couple of times. But uh, he did, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some nice dribbles, but yeah, it's, it's tough when it's like one on three. It's like I don't know what he's mm-hmm. supposed to do out on that wing. But yeah, Benzema had some really awful touches. Just looked kind of clunky in mm-hmm. general. So uh, we'll get into it. The starting lineup. Vinny Benz, Asensio up top. Surprise start for Asensio. He'd come into this one with less than 200 minutes of La Liga action this season. Wow. That's, uh, not a lot, guys. That's the Spanish national team's number 10 right there. Not really being able, able to break into the team at Real Madrid. No. Barely more playing time than Hazard so far. This Bring him season. on over. Bring him to Barca. Let him come. <laughs> hey, but he got the start in this one as players like Modric... And Chuamini recovered from their long, uh, long stretches. But they got to the semifinal and final, respectively, for France and Croatia. But Spain got knocked out in the round of 16. So there he is, Asensio, starting at right wing. Ceballos, Danny Ceballos, Spanish, uh, former under 23, I believe, international, at starting at left mid, another little used player, uh, played well. Tony Cruz, uh, center of the park. Didn't play for Germany, obviously, after retiring. Uh, Germany could have used him, the midfield yep. maestro, who we talked about in our lead-up to the second half of the season, having a career renaissance this year and uh, having a great season. Betty Valverde on the right. Mendy, Alaba, Rudiger, Carvajal in defense, and Big Tebow, Courtois. Coming up big yet again at the back. Oh. Militao out with an illness, so Rudiger gets a start. And uh, Benz is back, obviously, missed the last six games of the first half of the season to muscle overload injury, and obviously had a torrid time with France as he got injured right away. And then there was all that controversy about Griezmann and all those other captaincy issues. But uh, he's back, and he got had a, quite a comeback, both in this game uh, after a poor start and overall mm-hmm. in the season to get a couple of goals and Real Madrid the first points of the second half of the campaign. Let's get into it. Six minute, Vinny wins a corner. First quarter, good delivery by Ceballos, but it's headed away. The next one, Cruz's in-swinger to Rudiger, finds him all alone, far post. Oh, boy, does he make a mess of this one, Rudiger. Mm. He's got about three yards of space either way, and he just hits it horizontally. He's a goofy bastard. (laughs) Yeah, he sure is. (laughs) He's a goofy bastard. I'll tell you what, Rudiger, man, he's like a... Just like he runs like a toy soldier. So <laughs> the joints aren't aren't correct. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a wild one. Uh, he's always he's always doing something instigating, or uh, he's great though. I love him. I like the mm-hmm. wild card. He's like Charlie Day. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is the wild card. Gosh. He's the Maverick. Yes, you need a wild card. <laughs> uh, but terrible miss there. Uh, tenth minute, Valverde, blazing speed, 
catch into a pass right side of the box, finds corner, bends corner of the box, neat little back heel layup to Asensio, catches it well, but saved. Ceballos in the rebound, almost finds Marco. Again, lovely little turn on the goal line for Ceballos. Off the defender's arm, though, uh, penalty for you here? Uh, no. No. Not for me here. I didn't think so. Off the oh. defender's arm, but I uh, hit his leg first. So yeah. uh, that would be a tough call. Cena called once once again, I'll say. Right, yeah. If it's just uh, in uh, what whatever the referee deems to be an unnatural position, it could be given. But no, yeah. for me, not a penalty. It would have been harsh. It would have been harsh. We're talking about this because uh, similar play later in the game. So uh, mm-hmm. keep uh, keep your bingo cards at the ready. 17th minute. This is the gold chance of talking about. And uh, you love these because you get the sense it's the best chance you get all game. And then it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Initial delivery of the corner blocked away uh, by Tahus, but he finds Vinny in a very, very dangerous spot left of the box. Nice little moment for Vinny. Difficult angle. You know he loves to shoot these anyway. Keeper saves. Jordy Massip saves it, but right to beds. He's a yard out. I already got my hands raised, ready to wheel away in celebration. Oh my God, how does he contrive? Contrive to hit this one just over the bar, Peyton. Three feet out. What the hell? No idea. That 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 was insane. His mind went blank. That's rust. <laughs> That's pressure. It's anxiety built into uh, one. Results in an explosion over the bar. And it's still nail nail more difficult to miss there than put Real Madrid in the driver's seat. Twenty seventh minute. Javi Sanchez center back. Half a chance here. Difficult volley to himself. Misses after an interception earlier off of Fede's pass. Vidal looked very dangerous on the counter. This whole. Game, Real Madrid at sixes and sevens trying to get back. We've seen this, Real Madrid, look kind of disinterested in defending. But I thought we mm-hmm. saw it more under, like, under Solari. Right. But uh, this game, I don't know. I think Ancelotti's game plan had us commit just a lot of men forward in general. So getting mm-hmm. back was an adventure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, kind of a thing for Real Madrid is being susceptible to those counterattacks. Got to get back. It's, it's a little bit. I mean, it seemed almost disrespectful of the opposition. The way you're like, yeah, what are they really going to do? Ah, they got nothing in the tank. <laughs> oh, they did. Uh, another theme for Real Madrid over the last few years that I thought we'd solved under the press is uh, just crumbling. Mm. Uh, Danny Carvajal crumbles under the, the, the press. Heavy touch. Oscar Plano. He looks like he's away. So Danny does the old wrestling move and just just takes him down. With both arms. It's uh, in a good position, but uh, it's just an awful free kick by Valladolid, and the chance is gone. So I guess smart. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 40th minute. Uh, oh, wait. 36th minute. Valladolid passing it around like France. Uh, the France mm-hmm. national team. Oh, my God. Or 2012 Barcelona. Sanchez into Aguado. Just tries to spin it off the far corner of the net from the edge of the box. But Thibaut lays out for a save mm-hmm. of the season. You love yeah. this when he just sort of side-footed it from the outside of the box. And you see these go in. Just It was all spin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the goalkeeper is in a freakish proportions, then that's probably a goal on that one. But uh, frustratingly, Courtois gets to it and keeps it out. One of his uh, couple great saves in this game. Yeah, Aguado. Oh, it's got to be. Robbed. Absolutely pissed at Tebow, robbed him of an exciting goal to put Vidalit ahead, but still nil nil. Uh, Danny blocks another shot from Vidalit, 40th minute, Oscar Plano again, and then 50th minute, Rudiger once again, free header off a great corner position. Can't believe he doesn't get out of the end of this 
Rudiger always seems to get a couple ahead of chances. He's in the right spot. Just got to see him put some of those away. 59th minute. Rodrigo and Lucas Vasquez coming for Carvalho and Asensio. And then 67th minute. Another good moment. Requiring another good save by Thibaut. Manchu going for the Olympico off the mm. corner. And uh, Thibaut's pretty out of position. It's not a very good Olympico attempt, I got to say, because it might have been it. Right. This was Neymar or something uh, trying this. Yeah, it's tough, though. Like, a, a keeper like Courtois is who you don't want to try an Olympico against. Like, someone who excels in long shots and just has limbs for days and can reach any section of the net. Um, that would have been a spectacular goal. It's always fun to see the effort. Oh, I love, I'm, never love like, I'm never like, don't do that. That's dumb. It's like, ah, thank you for trying. At least making it interesting. You never see it. Worth a crack. Cruz made one of those. Yeah. Copa del oh, Rey. De, right, De Maria was so close to making one. <laughs> yes. Uh, in the World Cup. A couple oh, times. Man. It's so fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another save for Tebow. And then 68th minute. Another fantastic save. Kike in swinger. Sergio Leon heads it down well. Far post into the ground. Bounces up, but Tebow somehow stoops to it. It's entirely horizontal and saves. Probably should be 2 nothing by a bullet here. Yeah. Yeah, would have been nice. Would have been nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God. They're, they're just not, you know, they're not that yeah. talented. Yeah. Had <laughs> a shoestring budget. And then the moment of the game, to me, was 6th minute in which Camavinga comes on for Ceballos. The, uh, the game changer, the young 20-year-old, French midfielder, and all of a sudden, it, it his move coming into the game, the dynamic young midfielder, seemed like it awakened our attackers because Vinny immediately comes into action. Best move of the game, edge of the box, passed a couple with a fine cutback. This chip is well over. Mm-hmm. Then Benzema has his best bit of the game in the 80th minute. Nice little dribbling, top of the box, passed a couple of challenges, bending shots, just saved by Jordi Massive. Which that was a perfect shot. That shot was going in. Finally, we kind of came alive after Kamavinga came in and then off the ensuing corner, Cruz delivering to Rudiger. Shot is blocked by the arm of Avi Sanchez. Now, I don't know. I was looking at this over and over again. So they don't call the penalty right at the beginning. Right. And then later, the little bar booth calls to the referee's ear. He goes, all right, actually come look at this. Referee comes over and looks at it. Penalty given. Now, does this hit off? Javi Sanchez's head first and then his arm, or is it just straight off his arm? I could not tell. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see a, a deflection off the head or anyone mention that. I, I, I never looked for that. I didn't see a deflection off the head. I, I did see it come off the hand, but even with that, this is a harsh penalty give because he's jumping up. Uh, he's spinning away from the ball. He doesn't see the header when it comes. He's using his arms for balance, as you have to do when you make a jump of such nature. Uh, never sees the header. Doesn't mean to block it with the hand. And is the shot on target when it hits off his hand anyway? Was it going towards goal or was it going wide of that left post? There's so many variables here. It's like that's not really going to put the goalkeeper in danger. I feel like he's already over there. For me, it is a really, really harsh penalty but and and i mean you know la liga rules used to say this is always a penalty because it just hits the hand and that's it and that's all you yeah. can see but it's a natural position and there's no intent to block the ball so for me this should not have been a penalty given i guess my thing is 
if it blocks a shot on goal, it's got to be a penalty. Was it on goal? I, I, I got to see the right angle. They weren't showing an angle for me to see whether or not it was saying, actually on target. It looked like it was to me. I just looked okay. before we recorded. But anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a fair thing. But I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you have to give it because otherwise guys will just have their arm ups up all day even though they're not looking at the ball. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah kind of. But, but it wasn't like you just threw his arms up. No, to make himself bigger. It was a natural jumping position. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. But if you just say it was a shot on goal, which, again, I'm questioning. But if it was on goal, then, yeah, the hand is what blocked the shot. So I guess you have to give it there. But it was really hard for me. And it was and since it wasn't given live, I didn't think the ref should overturn it and then give the penalty. Yeah, I guess it's fair. But um, anyway, uh, there are there is some stuff that happens after this penalty mm-hmm. is is called because Biodelid uh, players, as you can imagine, are not thrilled uh, by this. Mm-hmm. Sergio Leone loses his shit, and he does a let's say inappropriate gesture to the ref. Um, yeah. <laughs> huh. And uh, gets his second yellow, and that's a red. Uh, he must what, 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 what's the gesture here? What does he do? Mark, describe it for the people listening. So he has his, uh, you know, like when players make a three in basketball, mm-hmm. he's doing that gesture. Uh, but he was, uh, you know, motioning up and down. Uh, right, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it a masturbatory gesture. Like this guy's a wanker. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's a family. La Liga is a family show. This is not a family show, uh, but La Liga is, and uh, that's good. Probably going to get a ban for that as well. And uh, he goes yeah. another day. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. You can appeal it and get that overturned. Yeah, don't worry. If, as long as you're, <laughs> you got those connections, baby. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, Ben's, anyway, steps up, takes a penalty, and it's perfect. Neatly just kind of passes it in to the left corner of the net past the goalie, and it is one nothing Real Madrid. Finally, the breakthrough, and then 87th minute, Chu and Modric come out for Fede and Vinny. Didn't have their best game, just to be said. Fede, you know, are my two MVPs of the first half of the season, along with Cruz. But uh, yeah, not their best game, but um, hey, little rest after the, after the World Cup, so it'll be uh, better times ahead for those two. And then uh, 89th, 89th minute. Second goal, which is good because uh, you always want to, hey, if you score one goal off the penalty, you always want to get another one to be like, well, see, it didn't really matter, even though right, it, right. just scoring first totally changes the game, so it definitely matters. But uh, anyway, got a legitimate, uh, totally legitimate goal if you equivalent with the penalty. Camavinga, oh, he's incredible. Little one-two with Modric. Modric, oh, Trevelas with the best of them, passes, uh, passes it back into space for Camavinga to have to look up back. From the young Frenchman to Benz, who cushions it. Oh, so, so delicately. This is a rocket of a cross from Kamavinga. Benzema just absolutely gives it a little kiss and a pillow and puts it to sleep, buries it near post, past Massive, and it's 2 nothing. That's the game. Yeah, it was a great play by Kamavinga there. It was like almost solely because of him. And then, of course, Modric has his finger in the play as well for anything good that happens for Real Madrid. So uh, that was a classic Real Madrid goal. And in classic Real Madrid fashion, the game starts in the 80th minute. Yeah, they looked at their watches. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we got a game to play. <laughs> and uh, as always, dramatic. But uh, hey, 2 nothing. Hey, exactly what I said. 
and a, a Ben's brace. That prediction was looking pretty bad for most of the game, but uh, somehow managed to come out with three points after. I'd give us a four out of ten performance overall. Player of the game, Tebow, and I'll give uh, extra credit for Camavinga, of course. Tebow kept us in it, and then Camavinga put it away. Yep. Yeah, and a good three points from Real Madrid to put the pressure on the Barca boys going into their game the next day playing at home. Yeah, so we're up now 38 points. Barcelona needed at least a draw to Mm -hmm. uh, stay, you know, stay top top of the table. Right, exactly. Um, But we expected to win in this one. Uh, Of course, it was against Espanol at home in the Spotify Camp New. Uh, 175th meeting between the Catalan rivals. Big derby game, always competitive, always gets a little feisty. Oh, big yeah. news big news going into this one, of course, was that Lebendowski's three-game suspension was <sighs> overturned on Friday. Going Bullshit. into this Bullshit. one, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> um, and I'll be like, oh, that's suspicious. But apparently, they had a third party make the decision on this one. They brought in like a judge from that wasn't part of La Liga to make the ruling, and he ruled in Barcelona's favor, which to me points more to collusion and corruption in La Liga and Javier Tebas. Because if the third party saying, no, this shouldn't actually be happening, then it's the institution enforcing the ban that's at fault here. So uh, Barcelona justice served, in my opinion. Uh, the truth comes out in the end, and Lewandowski does not have to serve three games Big. for calling Jeez. the last ref fishy. And uh, let me tell you something. If the last ref's performance was a little fishy, this one was downright satanic. Mateo Lajos <laughs> refing this game, an absolute disgrace to officiating around the world. Uh, but I will say ahead. I've uh, never – yeah, let's get into the specifics, but I will say I've never heard a, an announcer who are, are, you know, in cahoots with the league, basically, right? The They paid the league for the rights to broadcast the game. Say that the ref was horrendous, which Ale Moreno said on this. So, uh, hh- hey, plaudits to Ale Moreno, which we don't say a lot, but uh, good job calling out uh, the ref for being horrendous. <laughs> well, hey, Mitela uh, Jose's reputation precedes him. His last uh, game officiated was, of course, the Argentina versus Netherlands game in which he gave out 16 yellows and two reds. Um, <laughs> somehow somehow he loses control of games by giving more cards, which usually you're like, well, if you want to gain control of the game, no, right? You don't give out cards willy-nilly. That's... No, do the no, opposite. Bad refs give like light cards early on in the game, and then you set a precedent to where you 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 have to use the cards in order to enforce the, the right. game, and then it gets so out of hand. So it's ridiculous. Lowe's has no control over the game. And uh, Pep Guardiola actually has a great quote that I have here for you. Uh, <laughs> he says, Mateo Lahose is a special guy. He likes to be different. He likes to be special. And... <laughs> That is so true and accurate. Every time you see him uh, referee a game, he is the star, and he cannot be questioned. Uh, if any player says anything to him, he gets, at at the very least, a death stare from the referee. He and stands so up annoying. real straight, kind of, and he gets kind of incensed. He's very mm-hmm. showy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But referee or no... Uh, Barcelona expects. You guys, you guys sucked. <laughs> if we, yeah, we expect to win this game against Espanyol, who's in 16th place in La Liga, um, a minus six goal differential. 
coming into this game. Uh, it's at home, first game back. Here's the lineup. We got Ter Stegen in goal. From left to right across the back, we have Jordi Alba, Marcus Alonso, uh, Eric Christensen, Andreas Christensen, and Sergio Roberto. Um, I thought Balde should have started at left back, and I think I was right in that decision. I thought Araujo would start uh, over Marcos Alonso, but Araujo, uh, they're going to ease him back into play, which, of course, I understand because you know, he hasn't played for about a month and a half anyway following that injury. Good so uh, that, that young man, man, I have a quicker recovery than everybody thought. Yeah, yeah, he, he he's different. Special. That body's different. He's different from you and me and probably from <laughs> yes. those listening. Uh, and then Sergio Roberto at right back, one of our captains. We would have just had to, to retire. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely from podcasting that's it if yeah I, hurt my hamstring, I can't i cannot do the podcast anyway uh but sujiro Berto right back um i wanted Cunha to start but again it makes sense seeing as how he made it to the finals of the world cup but he got a rest for this one as well left right across the midfield it was as predicted pedri frankie and gavi in the midfield from left to right and then up top ansu fati did get the nod to start this game yeah, as i had hoped pick. And uh, unlike my pick of Memphis starting at the number nine, of course, as a welcome surprise, we got Lewandowski at the tip of the spear of the attack. And then Rafinha at the right wing. So, uh, you know, fairly, fairly decent uh, starting lineup here. Love that Lewandowski got it. And we started off really hot in this one. Um, seventh minute, Gabby makes a run from the midfield down past the defensive line when Jordi Alba sends him a long, deep ball. Gabby collects nicely with a first touch off the thigh to set up the shot with a left foot volley, but it's just saved really well by Aitor Fernandez, the uh, Espanol keeper. On the ensuing corner, Lewandowski is alone. Rafinha sends the ball in with the left foot, and Lewandowski is on the six-yard line, center of the goal, but it looks like he whiffs. On the header, the ball rolls past the far post, still in play, and gets headed back across the center by Andreas Christensen, right onto the head of Marcus Alonso, and he heads it coolly into the back of the net for the goal. It's a roaring start for the Blaugrana in their and first Alonso, game back. And Alonso heads just made like $2,000 on that Marcus Alonso plus 15000 to score bet. Or whatever. Oh, really? yeah, <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know. Somebody, right? Yeah. I'm sure there was some prop bet, some drunk right. stranger was like, "Yeah, give me, give me five. Yeah, yeah. Open the score. I bet like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, I got rent for the year. Um, one zero Barcelona here. Terrible defense. It has to be said by Espanol. I mean, three absolutely free headers by poorly to unmarked players. Uh, in oh god, the defending. Box. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, and then 18th minute, Alonso almost gets a second one. Jordi Alba sends a cross in uh, low down the left wing towards the near post where Marcos Alonso tries to volley it home. He's right in front of goal. He's inside of the goal post. When he hits it, you just got to direct it on target. Instead, it careens wide. It kind of goes off like his heel rather than the inside of his foot and goes left of the near post. Got to finish one. that one. And the one very, very drunk Spaniard who bet on a Marcos Alonso breaks brace is heartbroken. <laughs> yes. Yeah, God, exactly. oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> that was my way out. Uh, 26th minute, Ansu 
gets a yellow for a tug. We get the ball back immediately on the set piece, and it goes to Ansu, who uh, sombrero flicks his defender, and in turn gets tugged down to stop the transition. No yellow for that Espanol player. Really interesting decision here. <sighs> then 30th minute, we have a corner kick inconsistent. before it's taken. Yeah, inconsistent before, with the yellows. Very inconsistent. For instance, 30th minute, we have a corner kick. Before it's taken, there's an Espanol defender that grabs Gabby around the neck in a strangling motion. Yes. Um, and then that defender and Fernandez, their keeper, and another Espanol defender shove Gabby out of the six-yard box, one by the throat, the other just uh, by the body. Uh, and then Lahoz gives Gabby and that defender a yellow. Thanks, Lahoz. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, uh, Gabby had the temerity to get choked. How dare you, Gabby? You must have done something. I'm sure of it. Uh, 37th minute, Rafinha. Set the ball in the top right side of the box. Beats his defender to get a shot off. It's blistering. It's quite a rocket that he puts on target here. It's swerving uh, inside out or from the right post to the left. Fernandez barely gets his body in front of the shot and lifts his right arm up to make a very awkward save that almost went in. What a shot here. It was a good take, but... We had better options with Pedri wide open in the middle top of the box and then two attackers below him that he could have found in turn if he didn't take the shot himself. It would have been a better option here. Still a good take, but got to use your head here. Better options. We go into halftime 1-0 up. Dominant the first 30 minutes, but then we kind of let the pressure off the last 10 to 15. And uh, I wrote at halftime that we got to find that urgency that we had to start this game. And you know what? It never, ever came. Well, hey, a theme. We're talking about some of Real Madrid's themes. Mm-hmm. Theme for Barcelona this season. Real crap second half performances. Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. And maybe that's down to coaching. You know, Xavi needs to learn how to make adjustments and encourage players and get us going in the right direction. Uh, it just didn't happen in this one. Got to tear the paint off the walls sometimes in the locker room yeah. at halftime. I don't know. Yeah, you got to throw some stools around or something. Uh, 51st minute, Gabby has to come off for Busquets uh, after picking up a knock. Apparently, he's had a sore coccyx for uh, the last month or so. Like, going into the World Cup, he was dealing with this. The best um, bone. We'll, and yeah, the we'll most, the most painful if you bruise that sucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give him a minute. diaper. That's what uh, when Steph Curry had his coccyx. They, it was adorable. He just had to walk around in a diaper. A padded diaper. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> like in uh, those like, you know, you know, like Taekwondo tournaments. They've got those like padded groin things. You get him one of those. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, 55th minute, Marcus Alonso sends a cross in from deep down the right wing that Lewandowski gets on the end of just outside the six yard box, snaps the header at goal. goes just wide of the far right post should have been in here. Very wasteful. 62nd minute. The wingers get subbed, both of them. Ferran Torres comes on for Ansu on the left side, and Usman Dembele comes on for Rafinha on the right side. Good subs here. Uh, bad game for both these players, Ansu and Rafinha, but particularly disappointing for Ansu as he really failed to make anything happen. He had one attempted shot on goal that ended up going wide because of a bad touch to set up the shot. Um, yeah, he's got to find something. He's got to get it going because uh, he is not the player he was before the injury. Yeah, I, I, I oh, that's what the commentators were saying too. I guess mm-hmm. I don't put as much blame on 
Honestly, because it didn't seem like they were looking for him. Like, if you're a right, right. winger or forward, like, you need your midfield to get you the ball. And I don't know. It didn't seem like That's true. they were. Well, then, inter- well, that whole integrated play up front wasn't there for you guys. No. Who were they trying to get it to, if not for Ansu? Because they certainly weren't trying to get it to Lewandowski, as open as he was, and trying to get it. You've got to make him the centerpiece of this attack. And he was not used. So it, it, it was... Rafinha or Ante just taking wild shots from outside or nothing getting connected in the final third. Which is weird because you guys looked great for, yeah, as you said, about yeah. 15, 20 minutes and then, I don't Minty know, forgot. make adjustments? I don't know. Yeah. But in the 71st minute, things turn because Mateo Lajos gives a penalty to Espanyol. Marcus Alonso never sees this foul, uh, but... It is a foul nonetheless. It's very unlucky. Jose Lu, the uh, La Fabrica from Real Madrid product, who uh, now plays for Espanyol, tries to sombrero Alonso and basically does to success. Uh, And then as Alonso and Jose Lu are both looking up at the ball, waiting for it to fall back down to earth, Alonso steps on Jose Lu's cleat, takes it off. I guess it is a pen. It's just so against the run of play. tough one. It's such a freaking gift for Espanyol. Uh, hey, yeah, I'll give Ozilu credit. He creates it all himself by just yeah. taking on. There's like four guys right there. <laughs> and he just mm-hmm. is like, all right, I'm going to try to get this in a dangerous attacking position with the incredible yeah, sombrero move, which you don't know what mm-hmm. that is. Uh, he kicked it up over, over his own head. Yeah, yeah, and over the defender's head and uh, turned out to be the right move because it it's such a, makes everything a 50-50 thing yep. from there. It's, it's dangerous. Uh, Jose Levin steps up to the spot. Tristegan's bouncing all around. He's on one side or the other. Jose Levin just takes it right down the pipe, slow center of the goal. Tristegan dives wide, and it's 1-1. Their first and only shot on goal of the game, and it's the first goal Barcelona have given up at home all oh, season. yeah, that's right. What a stat. Amazing. Um, so and now it's tied. Now maybe we see some urgency from Barcelona. If I, if, if you, by the way, goal. if I talked over that, it's the first goal Real Madrid, uh, mm-hmm. Barcelona have given up at home this season. If just in case first my goal, my wowing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's a great stat. It's unfortunate that that's the way this game went because it's the only goal. It's the only shot they had on target, and it's the only goal they've given up at home. Uh, 75th minute, Ferran Torres gets elbowed in the box, going for the ball, looks to Lajos for a penalty call, and gets a yellow? I it's don't a know. dive. Ferran Torres doesn't yell anything at Lajos here. He's just looking at him going like, what the heck? That, that was a foul. And then Lajos stares him down and gives him a yellow. Next minute, 76, Pedri gets wiped out by Vinny Souza, gets his cleat taken off. By a kick to the back of the foot, and Pedri gets a yellow. Jordi Alba gets a yellow here as well for arguing with an Espanol player. Not with Lajos, but with another player. 77th minute, that's one minute later, Christensen goes up for a header but gets blocked out by Jose Lu and falls over the top of him. Lajos calls a foul on Christensen, then death stares him. As Christensen asks him why, then he blows the whistle again to give Jordi Alba a red card. <laughs> what the hell is Lajos doing here? 
I, I cannot believe first of all, it wasn't a foul on Christensen. And second of all, to no. death stare him for questioning the call and then to give Alba the red for saying what was that for? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 80th minute, that's two minutes after that incident. We're trying to counterattack. Sergio Roberto gets tugged from behind. Lahos plays advantage. And then Lewandowski gets challenged to the ground, spinning to the ground, then kicked in the head by Cabrera when he falls. Lahos gives Vinny Souza his second yellow, which, which is a red, and then Cabrera red for the head kick to a downed Lewandowski. That's three yeah. red cards, 12 yellow cards so far in this game. Insanity. Do not ever let Lahos ref another game. Um, while this commotion is happening, Jules Kunde comes on for Sergio Alberto in the 82nd minute. And then three minutes later, in the 85th minute, Lahoz goes and looks at the kick in the head to Lewandowski by Cabrera and takes the red card away <laughs> after viewing the replay. Which, what the fuck? <laughs> which, by the way, like, if you, the more you look at that, the more I was like, yeah, I think a red's fair. It's crazy. I mean, if you watch it live, he goes over and he kicks and, like, slash shins Lewandowski yeah. in the head. Low, like, like, basically stomps on, like, like gets down to make contact yeah. with the head, and then jumps over him. Uh, crazy, crazy to take that red card away after seeing it live, and then like seeing a, just a still motion of, oh, he didn't actually kick him that hard. Uh, <laughs> it's a red card. It, it's unbelievable. So the one red card supposed to be given in this game gets overturned, and the two reds that are very questionable stand. So it's 10 versus 10 now for like the last 10 minutes. And it should have been 10 on 9, but it's 10 on 10. 87th minute off the game as well. Tied game, 1-1. Off of a corner kick, 87th minute. Andres Christensen leaps to get a powerful header on the ball. He's on the left side of the six-yard line. He hits it low towards that near post on the left side. But Aitor Fernandez makes an incredible diving save. Has to reach back with that stretched out hand to paw the ball off the line with one hand and send it out for another corner. It would have gotten a a wah from Ray Hudson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 88th minute. This one should have been the game winner. Alejandro Balde finds Lewandowski down in the box. Oh, no. A nice run. Lewandowski is dead to rights past the defensive line, just has to be Fernandez, and he almost does. He tries to stab the ball between Fernandez's legs, <laughs> but it just deflects off of, his, off of one of his standing feet and stops right underneath the keeper to end the game. 1-1 one, one after 100 minutes. We got absolutely robbed of a fair game by the hose, but we did not lose this game or lose points in this game because of the uh, it's it sucks. I, I I can rightfully complain about the refereeing because it was so god awful, but it's not the reason we did not win this game. We should have played so much better all around. Our, the first thirty minutes, we came out uh, with fire in our bellies, and then it died out quickly. After we went up one zero, we thought, well, we can relax. This game yep. in hand. It's never safe in La Liga with a referee like Lahoz. But with any team in La Liga, all you need is one opportunity. We had to get more goals. We weren't clinical. We didn't make enough chances for ourselves for the rest of the game. And when we did, they went wanting. Uh, And that's on the players as much as it is on Xavi for maybe not making the adjustments he could have. You have to be clinical in front of goal. 
uh, 14 yellows, two reds in this game. One overturned red for the kick in the head. That was uh, seven yellows and two reds in six minutes of this game. <laughs> seven yellows, two reds in wow. six minutes. There were 19 minutes, 20 seconds of stops time in the second half alone. That is a La Liga record. Add this to the last referee, Matt, uh, last match refereed by La Hose, Argentina versus Netherlands, and you've got 30 yellows and three reds in the last two games <laughs> refereed by him. Alba, of course, will miss the next game for his two yellows to the red card. And uh, we dropped points that were crucial to start off the second half of the season. But hey, it's all up from here. It's a new year. Turn over a new leaf. Let's put it behind us and let's go forth with a new fire inside of us. Now we're moving on. Those were the Liga games. Let's get in to the round of 32 Copa del Rey games that both of us have to play in the midweek. I'll go ahead and jump in while I'm on a roll here. We're looking on to CF Intercity for the Copa del Rey Ah. round of 32. We play on Wednesday. Uh, CF Intercity, if you've never heard of them, a long, rich history for the club from Valencia, founded all the way back in 2017. <laughs> they uh, tried merging in 2017 with another club called Novel de CF, but the RFEF blocked the super team attempt uh, uh, to bring them together. They then became the first club in Spain to be on the stock market. They are a publicly traded team in Spain, uh, which is interesting. Uh, but even though they weren't allowed to merge with Novelda, they moved up into the Tercera division in 2019 as regional champions. Their stadium has a capacity of 2,500 people. Oh, wow. And because of this, they're changing the venue because we are playing away. Uh, and they will not allow Barcelona to play for less people than travel with the team. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, we are changing the menu to the Estadio Jose Rico Perez. It's in the same town, uh, Alicante. Uh, this stadium seats 29,500, and it is home to Hercules CF, who are in the oh, second position. So that's where we will actually be playing this game. Uh, it is a, technically a home game for Intercity. But uh, this should be a walk in the park. They barely escaped their first two games to even get to this round. Um I uh, I think we'll rest some guys, but not everyone. We do want to win this game, but not at any cost. So my predicted lineup for this one is Ter Stegen will start in goal. He hasn't really played in the last two and a half months, so why rest him? He doesn't. He's not running up and down the field. Let him uh, keep that momentum going. Stay in stride. Yeah. He didn't. Ha- he didn't have a save in the last game, so maybe he will have one in this one. Ter Stegen starts at keeper. Left right across the back, Alejandro Balde needs to start at left back. Center backs, Marcus Alonso, because I thought he had a really good game for us. He was player of the match, according to La Liga, uh, at the end of the game against Espanol. I say we start Ronald Araujo in this game. I know we want to ease him back. Just let him play the first half, at least, I think, of this one. It should be an easier opponent. He shouldn't be stretched too thin in this game. And just let him get his feet under him. Maybe get some confidence back uh, as he tries to get healthy again. And then uh, start Jules Koundé as well for the first half at right back for us. Uh, just let him get his feet under him, get some confidence, get him a, get him into a rhythm with his team and find his spot a little bit again. Uh, left right across the midfield, Pedri, Frankie de Jong, and Franck Kessier 
should get this start at right mid for us. And this one, Gabby needs a rest because he picked up that knock. And uh, you can give Busquets a rest in this one too because uh, Frankie Dion got subbed out early in the game against Espanyol. And then left right across the top, I think we should have Ansu Fati starting again at left wing because he needs some confidence in him again. Um, hopefully he can get a goal in this one. Lewandowski starting to get at the tip of the sphere. And then Ferran Torres should start on the right wing for us because I think he's the most willing of our right wingers right now to play the ball across to Lewandowski and even for Ansu to help him with his confidence in this game. Um, Ferran Torres, I think he should start in this one. Final score prediction, I think it's 4-0 Barcelona. I think Lewandowski gets a brace, Ansu gets one, and Ronald Araujo gets one in his first game back off of a set piece. All right, you heard it here. 4 nothing, Barcelona mm-hmm. in their round of 32 game against in- Inner City. Inner City. CF Inner City. All right, there you have it. And Lewandowski is going to get a brace. Mm-hmm. Ansu will get one. And Ronald Araujo will get one. Oh, I love it. I love it. Very bold predicting a defender to score. We love that in El Clasico podcast. So we'll see if Barcelona can put the pressure on Real Madrid and win their round of 32 game. Wow. A clash of the Titans again as Real Madrid, Real Madrid face CP Casareño. Oh, the yeah. club, uh, their Estadio Principe Felipe holds a staggering 7,000 fans. So uh, it's going to be loud. Uh, As you've seen, a theme with these games is uh, they're La Liga to make things more interesting in these rounds against the lesser divisions. The lesser division team gets to play at home. So it's sort of like Uh an advantage, right? And there's no second game. So if Real Madrid screw this up, that's it. Right. Um, and we'll see. I like I like that. I think give them a little advantage. They come from the fourth t- tier of Spanish football, and this is tied for their best ever Copa del Rey performance already. In 2012-2013, they also got to the round of 32, but in their 104-year history, this is already their most, basically their most successful season. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's very exciting for see, see if they can keep it up. Yeah, hey, they beat uh, Girona 2-1, a first-tier team, in their last game to get to the round of 32. They beat Cordoba 3-0 in their first game. So they've been playing pretty good, pretty good form. Um, Real Madrid will probably put out a proper crap team. So we'll see uh, see names like Azar, who we haven't seen, who has 99 total La Liga minutes this year. Barely touched the field. Oh, might see a absolute 45 minutes of missed place passes and timid back passes from the wing. It's going to be, it's going to be a real barn burner pain. That will be, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see Hazard. He's in shape again, right? Oh, I doubt it. Um, But uh, we'll see him at the left wing. We'll see Marco Asensio at striker. We'll see the uh, Brazilian sensation Rodrigo at right wing played well for Brazil at the world cup. Uh, Kamavinga. So good. I can't wait to, to watch him play a whole game. Left mid, Chuamini coming off that France making the final, but he had to get a little rest. Only played about five minutes at the weekend. And then maybe we'll see Sergio Arribas, the uh, Castilla phenom, who's been playing excellent down there for a couple of years, but hasn't gotten a lot of love by Carlo. This is the time to play the youngsters. Show them that they have 
maybe a future at the top team. Let's see. Arribas. And then Rudiger, Militao, Nacho, and Lucas Vasquez in defense as uh, Cruz, Tebow, Mendy, Modric, Carvajal, Alaba, Vinny, and Benz are not even in the squad list. Oh, wow. uh, All right. They, uh, yeah. Carlo, full rotations. I'm really looking forward to seeing Jesus Vallejo get off his uh <laughs> scoring score streak yeah. yeah he could score a goal so yeah Peyton uh, bet me that uh Jesus Vallejo would would score this year so we'll see mm-hmm. uh if that transpires I think this will be a tough one as usual remember Real Madrid uh it's been more like uh Copa del Grappa Real Madrid because um we haven't we've only won it twice since 1992 most recently in 2013 when Sergio Ramos obviously won it and then he dropped it off the parade bus and the bus ran it over. Uh, that's how much it means to us. Uh, yes. Throw yes. it in the trash. Uh, it really uh, is an insult to the team of Real Madrid. <laughs> that we have to play these. We've treated it like that. We've only been to the semifinal once in the last 10 years. One semifinal appearance in 2018-2019. We've crashed out in the round of 32 twice since then. Mm. Uh, which we might do here, but I'll bet we just squeak it one nothing, Rodrigo, with the goal. I'll bet this will be a real tough one to watch. I don't even know if it'll be on television. Sometimes these are kind of hard to find, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I'll have to find uh, some very random hidden streaming yes platform for this one. But, yeah, uh, that's gonna hey, be fun. I think on ESPN Plus. I don't know if ESPN Plus has the rights. I remember this being very difficult to find last year, the round of thirty-two. Mm-hmm. But uh, we play Tuesday. It's tomorrow. At 21 o'clock. So that's, uh, that's four. No, three. Yeah. Three o'clock Eastern three time. O'clock. Yeah, three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. There Look out go. for that one. That's going to be fun. Hey, a little uh, breaking news. Espanol, as of the taping of this podcast, have officially asked La Liga for a rematch with one FC Barcelona because of Lewandowski's what? presence in the opening game. Even though they got a point? Even though they got a point, they want to run it back. Hey, I'm I'm ready. I say let's run it back. I agree. Let's void that oh. one. Let's never let La Hose No, 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 no void. Yeah. No. Do hey, I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Let's we got other strikers. Papa Flo, get involved. Stop that from happening. Um, big two points. Let drop. us know what you think. Yeah. You, you guys want you guys want a rematch of uh, Barcelona versus Espanol? Let us know. Either on Twitter or via email. Send their tweets to at epodcastico or those emails to elclasticopodcastico at gmail.com. And uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, please remember to subscribe, like it, give us a nice review. We sure would appreciate the five stars. Um, Remember, we love you very much. We love you so much for listening. Go ahead and uh, follow us on YouTube too. We've got a YouTube channel, a classical sure. podcast to go find us on there. We really appreciate the support people send all of those emails into us. We love you so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you for the recaps of these Copa del Rey round of 32 games against schoolboys for both of us. <laughs> and then uh, we'll go ahead and get to the previews of the real games this week and Barcelona have a, ooh, Quite a tough matchup against Atletico on Sunday, so it's going to be a big one. Oh, does that have a name? Is there a name for when Barcelona plays Atleti? It's the uh, the Griezmann special. Oh boy, oh boy, Antoine Griezmann, what a choice! That hot pink hair, huh? 
Yeah, he's been doing uh, some interesting dice. Uh, who do we play? We got... Uh, oh, we got Villarreal. That's a tough one. All right. A couple yeah, big, games big games this weekend. Could be decisive. It's all right here on El Clasico Podcast. We love yes. you so much. Hola, Madrid. And as always, Visca. El Barça. First place. Two years.